Fantastic. Okay, welcome everyone to Happy Valentine's Day coaching call. Um, so it's like, I wonder if anyone's going to show up. Hope you all are having a beautiful Valentine's Day. Um, my Irishman and I are not celebrating tonight because he's got a, um, a work dinner actually, which is a bit crazy. But anyway, so here we are. Um, so I just thought I'd do some coaching. There's a couple of things that have come up in circle. And so we'll do that and then we'll get to coaching whoever, whoever comes for live coaching. So the first one was, a, which I thought was, a, I wanted to coach on this in the group because I think it's something that a lot of people will identify with. So someone um, messaged me and they said, like, um, I'm thinking about it. Um, it's that often on the days when the scale is going in the lower direction that I eat the things in quantities that I know aren't the best in my best interest, like a self-sabotage or a challenge. So any thoughts about that, which is Absolutely, of course. And this is a common thing that comes up. And I think first thing I'd say about this is I don't like that term self-sabotage because it just feels like it's out of your control and it's this mysterious thing and it's like, you know, it's just like I think it just has, has that element of it's not in my control. And, and really, and it just like makes it seem so much more dramatic than it actually what's happening. So first of all, like I wouldn't, I don't ever think about things like this in terms of self-sabotage. And the thing that I, I think is helpful to think about here is there's probably usually like two reasons. So one reason that you could be eating more when the scale's going down is that like this kind of reward eating thoughts. So like, um, yeah, so there's like a thought process that goes, Oh, like this is great. I'm getting like I'm doing doing good work, so I can ease off a bit. Like it's that those types of thoughts. All right, or I'm going to reward myself for this good, you know, all these all my good work. And of course, you know, that's very it's not it's not helpful to reward ourselves with food to begin with. So what we can do instead there, if if you think if you think if this is happening and you think that that there could be this kind of reward driving. Just really look at like on those days where you are, like, are you restricting basically? Are you telling yourself, are you denying yourself? Are you telling yourself I should be eating less so that the scale is going to go down? And then when it does go down, you're like, oh, phew, I get a break kind of thing. And if that's the thought process that's behind it, that's really easy to fix. Like you just want to make sure not that you're eating until you're satisfied so that you're not trying to eat less because that's just going to stoke this psychological hunger so that whenever you get an opportunity to eat a bit more and you're having a chance for a rest, you're going to go for it. So, so we want to make it so that your everyday eating isn't eating less, that it's everyday eating is eating until you're satisfied so that you're not getting that psychological urge to reward, reward yourself when the scale goes down. So that's the first, I think, probably in the most common kind of thought process that can be happening behind um, that kind of pattern of like scale going down so you overeat. To and so I think that reward eating is probably the most common. But the other thing that could be driving it is uh, just this idea that sometimes like, yes, we want to lose weight, but there's like that we have a conflicting like there's something that's conflicting with that goal. So we like what we're making that goal mean 
uh, is something that we don't actually want. And this can be like a bit more subtle and a bit more difficult to diagnose. But if you're noticing this pattern of, okay, I'm starting to get, and this often will manifest if, you know, someone says to you, oh, look, look you look great, you're losing weight, <laughs> like, like you look like you've lost a lot of weight or whatever, like that can, can, can trigger this. But it can be like subtle as well, just this day-to-day little shift of, oh, it's going down. Um, and, and so you just want to check in, like just, like just spend some time journaling or just thinking about it. Like is there a reason, like what do I have to lose by like the scale going down, like by me losing weight, what am I giving up? Like, what do I have to lose? And by asking yourself that question, that's usually the best way to kind of uncover, like you'll be amazed what you like, when you ask your brain specific questions like that, it's actually kind of, it'll surprise you with the answers that come up. And so usually like if, if this is the, the, the root cause and you look at it, you ask yourself like, what do I have to lose by losing this weight or but by the scale going down, you know, something might come up. And I was working with someone in the last group. She had like was losing weight, things were going well. And then as she got closer to her goal, she noticed that there was some of this behavior kind of creeping in and she identified that like she had, there were all these things that she was going to do when she lost weight. So she was going to become this like incredible, like superwoman, impossible person who was going to be joining book clubs and going on, like signing up for online dating and like doing all these, taking on all these extra activities when she lost the weight like she'd been telling herself that when I lose weight I'm going to do do all these things and so then as she was getting closer her brain was like hang on we don't want to do any of this stuff we don't want to become that person and so that that's where the conflict was and then once she identified that and actually you know just realized actually you know what I don't actually want any of that and just let it go like that and didn't make it mean when she lost weight that she would have to do any of these activities then like that like that helped her through that 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 phase navigate through that phase so so long answer to a relatively short question but it it, yeah so it's usually either one of two things it's either reward eating or there's a conflicting desire in there or there's something that you don't want about losing weight and it's really helpful to uncover these these things as they come up and just know and if so have a have a think about that the mystery person who I'm coaching on this and anyone else for that that's coming up for and then if you're not sure if you're not like just reach out for coaching and we can always delve deeper and we can ask it different ways but we will uncover it Okay, and then the other uh, coaching that I wanted to give today was came in from Nadia, and I'll just read what she wrote. I'm going to have to, like, take my blue blocking glasses off because I can't see. <laughs> um, okay, so she, Nadia wrote, uh, um, regarding belief plans, when I was doing this work, I noticed that I have a belief that my body is broken. Um, so along with this comes the thought, so why bother? It's not a rational... Um, it's not rational as my body is not really that bad, but I get teary when I notice this. So I think I have a lot of emotion attached to this one. And that's awesome that um, Nadi has recognized that because, yeah, if you do have, if you do feel a lot of emotion coming up about a thought and a belief, that's definitely a sign that it's something that has a lot of like charge for you. And that it's in, like, this is, it's just a sign. that's like, this is something that needs to be addressed. So that's like awesome that Nadia recognized that. 
Um, and she said, the thing underlying this thought is when I was pregnant with both my kids, I had pelvic instability. Um, so I could still walk and move independently, but I had constant low grade pain all the time, which was exhausting. I did weekly physio and had to move, um, turn slowly so as not to aggregate it. After my first child, I was very motivated for my physio exercises. I was determined to have a second child and would do anything to help with that. Now that I'm done with kids, I still need to do the weekly Pilates so that I don't end up with back slash pelvis pain, especially as I get older. Um, during the term, I reluctantly go to Pilates class, but the moment things get too hard or, um, to go to class, e.g. school holidays, if I don't go. So I'm going back tomorrow for the first time after not going all holidays. Maybe I'm reluctant to do this um, Pilates because it reminds me of this thought that my body is broken and I feel bad. Um, where I'm stuck is having troubles thinking of a new thought. It's like my brain doesn't want to let go of the belief that my body is broken, even though rationally I know that that's not serving me. And I know it's not entirely true. There's a lot I can do to strengthen my body. Can you offer any advice on this? Um, how, did, how did you come to accept that you had diabetes? I feel like I'm having trouble accepting that this weakness is going to be with me for the rest of my life and that I'll be constantly having to strengthen my body to prevent back hip troubles. Um, there we go. So that was, a, that was, that was, so I've got the full story there. And first of all, like Nadia, yeah, really let's celebrate that you identified that this thought pattern was happening. And it's interesting that oftentimes we like it's hard for us to access like a thought that's going to be helpful when we're so ingrained in the story like this which sounds like you've had this one for a while and so that's totally normal like and so this is where coaching is so so helpful and the thing I would say my thoughts about this is the thing that helped me uh, really accept my diabetes and I don't know where I read this or where I came across it but it was like some doctor somewhere had said, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect human specimen. Like we, everyone has something that doesn't function properly. So whether that's me with my blood sugar and like, and my diabetes, or whether that's, you know, you've got a wonky knee or you've got asthma or you've got, you know, your pelvic instability, <laughs> like, and I, I think just that thought that everyone has something that, that they're dealing with like some physical imperfection <laughs> like that just helped me really accept it like okay well this is my thing like and you know of course there's, there'll, there'll be there's other things that I have about me that aren't aren't perfect as well like um we don't need to go into all my imperfections right right now but we all have stuff that doesn't work properly and the other thought that I think is really helpful with this is also just part of the aging process is that stuff starts to not work as well as it did when we were younger like that's just how it is for all life forms not just humans and so just knowing that helps me accept that okay this is my stuff that I need to do and yes as I get older like you know my blood sugar control I probably will need to just be a bit more on top of it because that's what happens to everyone and just that thought of like everyone has something wrong <laughs> is I find that really really comforting and also then it's really motivating because it's like okay well you know aren't I lucky because I know exactly what's what to do to to you know work around my diabetes so that it's not a problem and you know exactly what to do to um Nadia to like to strengthen your like so that this isn't going to be a problem for you so 
isn't that amazing because there's heaps of people that have stuff wrong with them that they can't even get a diagnosis for so I think think when you're approaching it from that perspective like aren't I lucky that I know what's wrong and I know what to do about this that's going to completely change how you feel about Pilates Um, and also like approaching Pilates like not that I have to do this it's like you have a choice like you can choose to not ever go to Pilates again and you can choose to have the pain so just seeing it like your self-talk around Pilates is like I'm grateful that I get to do this or maybe not grateful but like I want to do this I want to have a strong body and also it's not only just going to help with your pelvic stuff it's going to help with all the aging process like anything you do to like building muscle is the most important thing you can do for your body as you age because it's going to help with your insulin sensitivity it's going to help you look better (laughs) Um, and you know we naturally lose I can't remember how much but everyone we naturally lose decreased muscle mass as we age and one of the biggest problems in aging is this deep loss mass, muscle mass so so your pilates is going to help with the with that problem but it's also going to help with all these other things as well so um hope that's helpful nadia if you're still struggling reach out let me know and um yeah we can always we can always delve deeper into that okay so that was a good coaching in the beginning so nick you are on first what's going on you, did you want to have a? Did you want to coach tonight? Happy Valentine's Day, um, Nick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've got anything to say. Um, well, let's start with the celebration. What's been working well? Uh, planning's working well. Um, getting back into routine is working well. Um, stopping when I've had enough—that's working well. Oh, fantastic! Um, it's becoming more automatic now, which is good. And, and if I don't do it, I, I pick up while I'm doing it. So that's good. Um, what else? I don't know. My brain's a little bit fried at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big day at work. Like, a bit brain well, that's a lot that's going well, Nick. Like, that's, re- that's really great. And also, and like, with enough, like, knowing, like, having that awareness. I mean, you said that it was com- becoming easier. So, like for the like because you've been like coaching for you were in the last group um what do you think the thoughts are that that have helped you make progress with that um well actually I think I've changed from at first I saw it as a a bit of a, a challenge to to be able to stop when I've had enough but now my thoughts are actually uh, it's just better. Like I, I prefer it. I don't. I don't want to eat more than enough. So it's like, um, yeah. I think at, at the start it was more. Oh, I've got to do this. Like I've got to make to. sure that I stop it enough, or it's not going to work. And so yeah, all my, right, my so thoughts, putting pressure on. Yeah, we're quite negative. Whereas now it's like, oh, I do that because I like that better. Yeah, right. Because it feels better for me when I do that. So that's yeah. a much nicer thought than I have to do it. Hey. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting how you just get so um, good at that whole restrictive mindset. So even when you're trying to do something positive, you somehow make it <laughs> make it negative or make it a restriction. Whereas, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't see that this was actually something I would prefer to do. Like I, I saw it as something I had to do yeah right and then when you so so what do you think helped you switch into preferring mode would you think it was just over time with practice and just observing 
how when you did eat more, it didn't feel good? Um, a little bit of both. It was a little bit of um, I practiced, I was practicing that thought, it's better when. Um, so I was constantly practicing that thought. So I'm telling myself it is better anyway. But also like, um, yeah, I guess when I became more conscious about it, it was more noticeable um, when I didn't. So, I, like, I, I think I was always eating more than enough before. I wasn't even sort of really registering what I was doing. So I would end up more than enough without even realising. And so I, I think I was uncomfortable a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I so that realized... was the default. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm not going to yeah. this is just me. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so I don't think I actually realised um yeah it was when I started to notice it could be different I suppose if that makes any sense I don't yeah know. <laughs> it makes total sense I think that's exactly yeah. it's just it's just like when you have that physical experience and and actually knowing when you do it a few times and you go actually this feels so much better <laughs> like why yeah. am I stuffing myself <laughs> like, it, it's not it's not a treat to eat heaps yeah 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 before I thought it was a treat to be able to eat just freely like that's what I saw as being unrestricted was being able to just keep eating yeah right so do you think now like that feels like freedom is that you can like that you eat and and then you that you you're free to stop like well it feels like freedom that I can before I was really like oh I can't eat gluten I can't eat bread I can't eat this I can't eat that and so um like now I've lost weight with eating those things so that's freedom that's freedom not having things that I can't have yeah 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 so that's really good yeah yeah and and I I mean um I know we've talked about this before where I I would like it to be quicker but at the (laughs) same time (laughs) yeah but at the same time I I haven't restricted myself at all so it's not surprising that I'm still sort of working out that balance of you know what uh, that 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 spot I'm at with enough where actually it's better when I probably am not quite at with some of my food choices I suppose you know like I still um I, I think I still get restricted around things like bread and things like that like I still go oh this is bad I shouldn't be eating this even though I do have a little bit but I just yeah I still have that in my head that oh I shouldn't be eating this yeah right right yeah I haven't quite got there with that I suppose yeah 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 and that'll come with time like that'll like the more you practice and like people do have like reactions to bread so like you know like that's, yeah that's I know I've thing. heard people eat this stuff yeah <laughs> yeah 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 I, I mean I I am starting to notice that I don't uh don't I don't think it makes me feel the best so I don't know that's probably something I need to to think about as well yeah yeah and there's like just you're just tuning into how like when you do have bread how it feels and have when you have a small bit how that feels versus when you have a lot and you're working like the thought underlying that is like I'll experiment and I'll find what's the right yeah what's what's best for me and yeah and when you approach it from that 
experimental and that you're in, it's your decision and that it's not that bread's bad. Like it's just your finding, like you'll naturally gravitate to like whatever feels best in your body. Hey. Yeah. 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 I think that's where I need to get to next. And I, yeah, I'm sure that'll just come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you want to coach on the, the speed thoughts, Nick, or are you doing okay with that? Like, which is would be faster. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. I, I feel like maybe there's something around that whole, um, you know, you said that there might be some reason you don't want to get there. The conflicting desire, right. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I know what that is. I don't, I don't want to stand out. I don't know if that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want, I don't want, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't want the attention or something. I don't know. Yeah, so there's like a kind of visibility, maybe a, like a, like doesn't feel safe to be seen, like because you've had that, like you when you've like got the weight, there's that padding, like that physical thing, like a lot of people have yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I don't know, it's a way of being, yeah, a little bit invisible maybe. Yeah, yeah, it, like I, that's that's a thing, like that the people, like a lot of people have like a thought that a lot, a lot of people have it's like yeah people won't notice me with and that that so that's a real thing and so I think like working on the, the just a simple thought that it's safe for me to be seen it's t- safe for me to take up space in the world like like just building that belief is is really helpful but also like you're just as visible with like at any body size like you're like that doesn't actually change. Like you being thinner or fatter doesn't really change whether people see you or not. Like you're you're seen anyway. So does that Renata? She's looking at me like blankly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So what, I'll write it down. So would you say it's it's safe to be seen? Yeah, it's safe for me to be seen. Yeah. Because I think it's interesting some of, um, some of the thoughts that I've started practicing at this, you know, early on that I thought I would never believe. <laughs> it's funny how you do actually, that does actually work. I know, it's mad. It's, it's a little bit crazy, even if it's something that I originally thought, sure, I'll say this, but I don't, I don't. I'm not buying it. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All part of my evil plan here. Nick. Yes. Taking over the world. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's safe for me, safe for me to be seen. Is that yeah. you think? Yeah, okay. And that's a belief that I've been working on. Um kind of almost for almost a year ago, I got that that one from my marriage coach, which which is a bit tangential. But and for me, the way that was showing up was like how I would like just avoid social media and posting stuff and posting photos of myself. Like I would post photos of my food. And so I, and also like just speaking up, like when I'm being in a group environment like this, I would be like not saying very much. So it's really helped me have that visibility. So, yeah. 
I think that that might be a helpful one. How does that feel for today, Nick? I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go, she said. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Okay, Veronica, are you there? Would you like to coach? No, maybe not. Just to unmute. No, Veronica. She's not there. Um, if you do well, Hello, can you hear oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I can now, Veronica. Yeah, okay. sorry. Hi. Hi. Yeah, actually, I just wanted to show up because I'm really happy there's finally a time where I can attend. It's nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, fantastic. Where, so whereabouts do you live, Veronica? You uh, in Vienna, Europe. Austria. Oh, yeah, that's Central right. Europe. You're in Austria. Central European yeah, time. Beautiful. Yeah. So I've, I, um, I don't have a current burning question. Okay. Well, I just wanted been, to be there live things, and see what's going on. Have you been finding things so far, Veronica? Yeah, it's fine. It's very interesting. It's going well. I'm mostly working on the um, the habits and the planning and the figuring out when to do what. Yeah. The challenge is going fine so far. Okay, fantastic. So I think it's been four days, I think, four or five days so far. And yeah, it's very interesting. So I, I, do, I write a detailed journal entry about what I think the next day is going to be like and what I'm planning to do and planning to eat and then the next day I write what really happened and I try to learn from that so that's actually really useful okay and how you it's feel not surprising like, you feel but like, it's the first like time I'm actually doing that yeah so do you feel like your self-talk is like are you able to be kind to yourself when you're doing that or like when things haven't gone in exactly how you'd like yeah I try to be um I try to be honest. And I find it's kind of hard to remember what really happened. Like, <laughs> how much was it really? Yeah. So, but I don't want to sit there with a notebook at every meal and write everything down. So I just yeah. want to do it once a day. Uh, and also, I don't know about the time because I don't want to do it first thing in the morning because I know that won't work because mornings are different. And I need some time to myself. Yeah. And I, I don't think I want to do it last thing in the evening. So it's, in the middle of the day and that's kind of weird because if one day has already started and then it's still going on but I'm I'm working on that so that's really interesting yeah and like don't get too caught up in like making it like this exact thing that you need to be like match up to what exactly did I eat compared to what did I plan like it's more just just the fact that you're thinking about and having some awareness around it is like more than like enough to get you like to help you learn so you don't need to be too and I like I'd never I hardly ever go back and look at my plans of what I'd planned but I know if I I know if I'd planned like I'm more mindful of like treats and alcohol so if I plan I know that if I plan to have ice cream or if I plan to have you know wine and I'm I, I keep a track on that but the other stuff I'm not no, don't really think about it too much. 
Yeah, I think that the snacks are very important for me. So for the past two days, I tried to plan in advance. Okay, if I want to have a snack in the afternoon, it will be this or it will be that. And that was actually really helpful. Yeah, being intentional about so, snacking. Yeah, Yeah. so I, I like I had promised myself it would be, uh, I don't know, I will have some nuts and then I just had the nuts and it was fine. And yeah, nothing to think about, nothing to, I don't know, decide. No drama, just yeah. Just have that. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Okay. That's really useful. Yeah, awesome, Veronica. Well, that sounds that sounds great. And how are you going with like? Um, are you weighing yourself every day? Or? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I I used to do that years ago. Like I think as a teenager, I I was bored at my grandparents' house at some time, and I weighed myself once every hour okay. uh, for a couple that of days, and I figured out how much it how much it goes up and down and there's like a, a curve during the day also and obviously between the days so I know that it, um, at some point I decided it's not a good idea to weigh myself maybe once a week because I think that would be really confusing if you accidentally get a time and a day time where day, it's yeah. higher then you'd be really depressed like oh last week was really bad but actually it was just one of the slightly higher values so I decided either like not at all or maybe I don't know once every four months okay. or really every day and I didn't do every day for years now because like I, why would I but it's no problem for me so I just started now I think it's been almost three weeks now and it's really nice so it's okay because it's slightly going down it's going up it's like a zigzag line yep yep, yep. but it's what going it's slightly down <laughs> so I'm, I'm fine with that it's going mm. just very softly and that's all because I know it's um I want to lose weight because I gain a lot of weight um, partly due to corona but maybe also just because yeah because that's just what happened and I want to lose weight but it took a long time to to gain it so I'm fine if it takes uh, two years to go back down took two years to gain it so I can take two years to lose it so yeah right, right. That's and I'm actually nice surprised story. that yeah. that it started moving already because I didn't expect it to go so quickly and I'm trying to prepare myself that there will be a slump and it will be will be different at some point but so far it's, it's really great yeah fantastic right? so I'm having treats I'm um I'm for the meals uh yesterday and the day before I really tried to feel um satisfied and full at the end of the meal okay it's a very interesting thing to think about and try to feel that but it really worked for dinner it was when I had dinner and then I didn't have anything else for the whole evening till midnight and that's really cool because I mean if the dinner's a bit smaller then I'll start snacking afterwards yeah if you're not feeling satisfied uh, yeah. yeah and then it yeah. gets that like later and it's yeah out of gets out of hand that's fantastic Veronica so that that, that was cool I think that's an interesting thing because normally I would have to have I would like to think okay it should be smaller dinner yeah but, but actually no have a really nice big dinner feel satisfied and then it's done for the day then you're done yeah 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 great great and can you so you can feel that belief that if you do that like if you eat until you're satisfied it's meal times then you're not going to overeat and snack randomly later and that's where the weight loss is going to come in yeah that's what I hope so it looks like it's working yeah it, we'll see it'll, how it it'll, goes it'll work very good <laughs> <laughs> it works for it yeah. works for everyone like yeah. that's, and it's, that's it's kind of cool so yeah 
Yeah. So I'm trying to uh, like I really like the the maximized pleasure of food. Fantastic. Just the 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 sentence Enjoying. or this idea. So yeah, lots of pleasure. That's a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so my brain okay. picked picked that thought. So yeah, lots of good food. Fantastic. Excellent. So if you is there anything that you like that's niggling that you like that you're not so comfortable with, Veronica? No, I just uh, how. How I will keep it up, how it will work for the next weeks and months. So that's kind of like, it's too good to be true right now. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, right. Well, and when your brain wants to give you that, like, I, you know, then you just want to bring it back to, okay, well, let's just focus on one day at a time. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what's going to happen in the future. Like, but what you can control is what you're going to do today and eat today and think today. So, just mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. when you start to worry about and also just like knowing like any everything that you're doing right now like it's like it's sustainable hey like you're not denying yourself stuff you're like you're letting yourself maximize the pleasure so like just that will give you comfort that like if and if you're losing this weight slowly that it will be it will last forever yeah it sounds good yeah, one day at a time. One day at a time, That's yeah. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. And it works the other way as well, like when you're thinking that it's like happening too slowly, <laughs> like if you ever get into those thought patterns, just bringing yourself that, well, okay, well, what can I control? Like what can I do today that's going to move me one step closer? Just mm-hmm. that baby step idea. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, does that, so that feel good for today? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Well, good to have someone from Austria. Yeah. I always feel like there's a bit of an affiliation between Australia and Austria. Like, because of. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been to Australia, Veronica? No, unfortunately not. All right. Well, I've been to Austria. So I really loved it. So beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Caitlin, you're up next. Would you like to? coach what's been going on this year's Jules. um yeah no it's been a, a, a pretty good week so far I think um the daily practice is going well I did have a question around the daily practice but so far um it's uh, I'm finding the planning um really good um I think I'm because I'm new to this and I do have you know old dieting hangovers some of it, obviously, when you're planning and you can see everything you're going to eat for the day, you're sort of deliberately trying to make good choices. So if I'm about to write down, you know, just toast, I'm like, oh, well, that's not enough. I'm going to get hungry, so I should have some protein. And so I found that sort of not super intentionally, but I've kind of not really been eating much carbs at all. Right. And I'm not missing it. I'm not craving it um that I know of but I wonder if it's am I restricting myself in a tricky way like I don't know if I'm falling back into a weird pattern or whether I've just gone my body doesn't need it and I'm okay yeah (laughs) right I think that's that's one of those things that um it'll be really apparent like if if your mindset like and, and with restriction it really comes from like the kind of the the motivation, the reason and the thoughts that you're having behind it. So if your thought is, 
I can't have carbs, I shouldn't, or I shouldn't have carbs because I want to lose weight, then that's yeah. that's gonna that that's a restrictive kind of thought process. Yeah. And what what will happen is that you'll start to crave carbs. <laughs> like it'll be yeah. like you'll know that it's restrictive if you start to get cravings. Whereas yeah. if, if your thought process is, you know, I don't really feel like that right now and I'm happy with I'm happy with these other choices, yeah. then you can like then that'll be fine. Like you and you won't yeah. get cravings. And yeah, I, I feel like it is I'm absolutely satisfied with the food that I've been having. Um that yeah. fast tandoori salmon with the cauliflower rice is like the yum. best thing I've ever eaten. Yum, We've had that yum. three times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know, having cauliflower rice, I mean, I love cauliflower, but did not feel like I was restricting myself at all, but there is a niggle in the back of my head that feels like, um, I don't trust myself with pasta or rice. Like that's, they're the foods that if I'm going to overeat, they're going to be a thing. Yeah, cool. Maybe what you want to do, Caitlin, is do an experiment with yourself and go, okay, I'm going to have some, I'm going to have some rice this week or pasta, like whatever feels most exciting. Yeah. and like plan it in and have it and enjoy it and just yeah. see just do an experiment and see how it goes like yeah 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 no I think I will because it's just occurred to me it's like oh that seems a bit weird that it's been like over a month and I haven't really like I'll have it like if you know we had delicious Turkish takeaway the other night and I had some of their Turkish bread and normally I would just go nuts on it but I didn't I did a normal amount and that was that was fine uh, but I think it is worth an experiment because I don't want that that thing of I don't trust myself yeah 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 and the and the thought you want to have like to set the intention before you start eating is like this is just me learning to trust myself and if you overeat like that's not that's not a like if you end up overeating the rice like that's not a problem it's just part of the learning like so you just like just be careful with what you like the result like what you make it mean because you can you could over like often when people are starting to learn to trust themselves they haven't had something for a while and they do overeat it and and then they make it mean oh I can't be trusted but what you just make that mean is oh this is just me learning and I just overstepped the mark there (laughs) but of course like I haven't had rice for a month like I haven't had rice for such a long time and then you know you just think about and just really just pay attention to like what was the actual what were the actual thoughts that I was having in that moment that caused me to overeat and then you can like like either ask for coaching or like coach yourself and go well what could I say like what self-talk could I use differently next time yeah yeah I think it's one like one of my things I want to focus on this week I haven't wasn't very successful today is actually trying to slow down properly for one meal a day over summer I tried to do the Daria Rose mindful. Oh, the Mac meal pack. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I got, I got like day three and it just doesn't seem like it should be so hard to find one meal a day um, that it, for some reason it's really, and now we're sort of back in the office and um, it's finding a space where you know you're not going to get distracted or um, so I'm still sort of working out the environment around and which meal to do. Um, but I think if I'm going to experiment with, you know, starting to trust myself with pasta or rice, it feels like it needs to be a meal that I've intentionally decided that this is a slow meal. Okay. I, I feel like it's just, I don't, I, I guess that's because I don't trust myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boundaries around it or something. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, if just like trust your, like trust your judgment. If, like if that feels safer for you to learn, like to put the training wheels on, 
then yeah. then go with that. But if it feel like like if it feels like you're just being overly, overly cautious, then like you don't have to like you don't and and also like like I loved doing Dari's challenge, but you also don't need to have that level of focus to like to be able to tune in with your body. Like it it doesn't yeah. need to be this perfect environment where it's just you and the food and yeah yeah like I think that that's useful to do occasionally, but like. Yeah. Don't don't make it like that. It has to be too good, like this too perfect environment. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise, otherwise it's going to be impossible. Ready. Yeah. And would I, in that situation, looking at this kind of you know uh, not restrictive behaviour, would I serve myself a portion that I used to serve, which was probably quite big, and then leave some or leave half or, or attempt to just listen to my body and stop when I've had enough? or serve myself a smaller portion first um i probably like again like what whatever you put on your plate is arbitrary and it doesn't really matter caitlin it's really like just setting the intention that you're going to check in with your body like and yeah so whatever you feel more comfortable with like and you just treat it as an experiment i'm going to experiment with a i'd probably do my my original larger portion and just yeah. just with the knowledge okay this is what I used to eat like let's see what yeah. let's see how that feels like yeah yeah and because I mean the worst yeah. thing is that you eat the whole thing and you feel a bit sick afterwards because it's too much like but it's yeah. going to be a lesson either way yeah and also yeah. like and that's, more. yeah yeah but I just like people get a bit hung up of how much food should I serve myself and it's really like that's using your brain to decide and really it's all like we want to just be tuning into your tummy like just getting letting your tummy feel so it doesn't matter and if you decide that you want to go back and have more like your tummy wants more give it more <laughs> like, yeah 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 yeah, that's okay yeah, too. Okay. yeah yeah I think yeah okay I'll try that that sounds good yeah awesome Caitlin well I'm glad that I'm um, glad so it sounds, it sounds like mostly things are going going well for you yeah, it's mostly going well. I guess um, or the other question I did have um, was around the belief plan and the daily practice. I think because I'm quite new to this and so I'm I'm sort of noticing a lot of self-limiting beliefs and it's funny how <laughs> there are. you can see how it connects from like, well, there's a self-limiting belief around food, but it's actually goes all the way, you know, to my relationship with my mum. So you can really. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I find that so when I'm doing it in the in the morning, it's more kind of what I'm thinking today. But do you feel like you, you, is it better to concentrate on one or two for a longer period rather than chop and change what I'm putting in that practice? Like, do, how does it? What's the best way to imprint it in my mind? I <laughs> so yeah, like there is no best way, Caitlin, and I just be guide like pretty much. My my and my my co- marketing coach talks about this. She's like, like all all belief work, like any thought that you think that feels good, like that helps you feel good, is going to benefit you. And there's no like, like she says, like there's no real hierarchy of beliefs that one is better than another. Like so, she's just like, be, she's just like, what feels fun to you? Like what feels inspiring to you? And yeah. just like, and she's just like, you know, some beliefs come and come and go. And some she's like, you know, she re- wrote down once and then, you know, it just got imprinted on her mind. So I think just trust that 
your subconscious will guide you and that like whatever mm. comes up like whatever feels good to you is the right thing so like for me I've yeah. got some beliefs that I um you know and particularly at my goal like my financial goal for the year like I will write I, write, I will consciously write that every day um and then there'll be other beliefs that that flit in and out depending on you know I might hear someone like the um that it's safe to be seen thought like that I got from my marriage coach last year and I was like oh actually I think that would be really helpful for me and I had it for a while and then it kind of it, like it worked its magic and I moved on to other other beliefs yeah. um and then but then also you'll notice that you'll have a belief and things will be working well and then you'll that you'll you'll stop doing work on that and like it'll drop off and then you'll notice things aren't going so well in that area like I've been doing a lot of work around my relationship with time and my productivity and I had a intentional thought that I'm a time investor that I was working on um, for a long over like last year and I kind of over the holidays I wasn't doing productivity work and so I forgot about that one and then I just noticed I was getting stressed about getting things done and having this time drama I was like, all oh, right. I was coaching myself, but I was like, oh, I forgot about that. I'm a time investor. And so I've started doing that. And then this, this week, like bringing that in, back in intentionally. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's only Monday, but I'm just like ticking everything off. Like I've got my productivity mojo back. So, yeah, like, yeah, beliefs come and go and that's okay. Like just trust that you're being guided on that. Yeah. No, I feel like I never really, I'm never stuck for them. So obviously yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, I have to kind of trust that, don't I, and go, it's my brain is giving me the thought I need today and I don't need to maybe overthink it or worry about the ones that I haven't done for a while you know yeah 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 I think like yeah just trusting that yeah your subconscious is going to guide you yeah okay no that sounds good so I'm sort of I think I'm I'm doing it unintentionally correctly then yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely it's perfect it's meant to be messy (laughs) like we're human like yeah like yeah, like that's, and that's one of the things I love about my marketing coach is just like, yeah, just follow what feels fun and feels good. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> like, don't, don't yeah, think it. Yeah. There are, there's two that keep coming up and they're sort of, and I guess this is fine too. They're sort of in um, conflict with each other. Like, I guess there's this kind of the goal one, which is like, you know, I want to get to, you know, I'll, I'll get to, you know, blah, blah kilos with ease. And then the other one, um, and it's it's interesting hearing you coaching, I think was it Nadia saying, you know, my body is, you know, is not broken. Um, sort of sort, sort of having this kind of, I want to accept the present and go, I'm perfect the way I am, I'm loved the way I am, but yeah. I'm also looking to change myself drastically. So it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like my brain goes, oh, I don't know where I'm at with that, you know. Yeah. But maybe they coexist. Yeah, they can. Like we can like think of like that's it's kind of like, you know, quantum physics, like that there's like light can be a wave and it can be a particle. Yeah. But it like you, you kind of like hang on, that just doesn't make sense. So our like our our subconscious can cope with that. Like that there can be these conflicting ideas that yes, I am amazing and perfect exactly as I am. And I want to and and I want to change and grow as well. Like that's that's yeah that's totally like yeah like I actually don't see that as that's as conflicting like even though like you could construe it in that way but yeah like it's 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 possible to have to be both like to have an and instead of or 
Yeah, and I think I sort of just sort of occurs to me as you were talking, it sort of feels like I need to reframe it. I don't maybe it's just because my husband's a builder, but I have to think about it's not like my body's a house that needs demolishing. It's a perfectly fine functioning California bungalow. It's got all the mod cons. It just needs like a lick of paint and maybe a new kitchen and you know, a new melee oven. So yeah. I think it doesn't need to be completely bowled over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful metaphor. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's a perfectly livable house exactly as it is. Yeah. Wouldn't it and be it's cool? Well and, yeah, wouldn't yeah, it be cool if we had a new great. oven? <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right because that's why I think as comes up, you know, in the five-minute journal, it's like, what am I grateful for? And I'm always grateful that, you know, I have two beautiful sons and my body did that and, um, you know, that I'm healthy and I went for a walk at Sherbrooke Forest yesterday. It was amazing. And so it's not broken. It does all these awesome things. It just doesn't necessarily look and have the energy that I want it to. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I think I have been so unkind to it for so long that it it probably felt like when I was coming to it, I need to demolish it and start again. Yeah, right, right, right. It's a bit yeah. of that self and stuff too. So it's all new. It's just like my head is just buzzing with all these skills <laughs> and thoughts and um like I wish I could like take some annual leave and really concentrate on it, but it's better to, you know. Yeah, just, just let it seep in and just trust, like, yeah. how, again, it's like having that trust that you're getting the right right lessons at the right time, like everything's happening as it's meant to be happening. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I love it. Like, I love, love when you get coaching, like, your head starts to explode. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I need to write. I should write that down before I forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can always listen to the recording. Excellent. Yes. Okay, so does that feel good for this week, Caitlin? Yeah, that feels really good. Thanks, Jules. Yay, awesome. Okay, well, we might wrap up there, everyone. I've got Glenn's away, so I've got boys watching the screen time. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully my house doesn't need demolishing when I go back inside. <laughs> okay, have a good week, everybody.